0: Come on. Julian, are you ready?
1: I am very ready right now.
0: I love it. I'm ready. The people are ready. Let's go. Welcome to Lifeblood Engage. This is George G., our guest today strong and powerful julian ryan julian is the principal at j ryan partners they are an organization helping people to be engaged at work she's a mentor a speaker and an author again i'm excited to have you on julian tell us a little bit about your personal life some more about your work and why you do what you do
1: well if it isn't abundantly clear i was born in brooklyn raised in queens which always impacts my voice and i um Married for decades to a Dublin man who never made a sentence he couldn't make longer. And I use my personal life in my work to coach people and also support their changes and do team building, exactly. So I'm gonna to talk to you today a little bit about um, my coaching and the book, but I'm gonna let you ask a few questions. Otherwise, I'll be interviewing you most of the session.
0: <laughs> well, I certainly appreciate that. Um, Tell me a little bit about, it's interesting, because I'm pretty sure that you are a good listener, yet your husband Mm. sounds like a good talker when you say that he's never met a sentence he didn't like to make longer. How does that that kind of shake out? Maybe it works great.
1: It's my longitudinal study about communications and patience. And I think that's important about how I work and what really makes me successful when I'm coaching people and talking to large groups. I show up as I am. I laugh about the ironic part of how we behave and how we all threw up one way or the other and just have some fun with that. And I think because I, I take a very casual but very supportive approach, people relax, they feel heard, and they listen. And I think that's the big hallmark of all of my work, whether it's group work or individual work, or even the thing I wrote in my book, which we'll talk about, I'm sure.
0: Yeah, no, I appreciate that. And that, that that's, that's if you're able to help people or allow them, whatever the term is, to relax, feel heard, and then they're in a place where they can probably take in information themselves.
1: Yeah, I, it's all about showing up. I mean, I used to think there's a magic formula to the best way to do something, the best way to be there for somebody. But it's really simple. Show up. Listen. Take a pause. Whatever you're excited about talking about, whether you're enthusiastic about what the person's saying or you're having a negative reaction, it's okay. If you give that person time to speak, chances are you're going to get a chance to speak as well. So be present, I think, is the big phrase. It's simple, but it works. You don't need an app. You don't need an upgrade. You don't need to you know, change your software. Just try that every day is my big mantra of the moment.
0: Yeah, could it be the opposite of that, is that your apps and your upgrades and your hacks are doing the exact opposite of helping you to be present?
1: Well, let me tell you. You better tell the audience what we went through this morning. <laughs> <So> we, <laughs> I'm all well lit. I look perfect for my, my video <laughs> shot here with you, and we're on the phone, so we couldn't get on Skype. We tried three times. Then we tried a phone. I was talking away, and the phone dropped, so it's like, it's an irony, and of course, when we get to the title of the book, it's only fitting the, the way I, um, I write, because we, our technology is supposed to help us and complement it. It doesn't solve all our problems, and it actually sometimes can create a few new ones for us like this morning.
0: Yeah, that's that's the perfect segue. So, give us the title. Tell me about the book. Yeah,
1: finally, thank you. <laughs> 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 the book, the Learned it in Queens: Communication Playbook, <laughs> Winning Against Digital Distraction. Now, long title, little book. Basically, a chapter book with pictures that has a big message, and it's meant to be fun, and it's meant to like jog your memory when you're getting yourself in trouble and I have to confess to everybody I use this book every day because it's so easy to make assumptions it's so easy to go down the wrong path when we're not feeling our best and I basically wrote it for me and I wrote it when I had to give a speech to a bunch of tech happy people chief executive officers all happy with their stuff and I was like okay great. I talked to a room full of 500 people that love this stuff, and I want to go there and complain about it, <laughs> and I'm from New York, so the book came out of really my internal dialogue, and the speech worked. 500 people paid attention, and we had fun, and we connected, and it happened more than once, so there's some wisdom tucked away in that little sentence there. No, Show I'm, up and tell yeah. them how you are and what you want to complain about, and it usually works.
0: <laughs> love it. I, I love it. We, you hit on, or I, I picked up on a couple of, really, I, I imagine, super important things. How it is so wow. easy for us? To, <laughs> how it is so easy for us? To, <laughs> how it I'm is? Impressed. Yes. Oh, I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm trying to be present and 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 um, to 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 be a good listener. So, it's easy to make assumptions. It's 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 easy to go down the wrong path. Tell me about that. I, uh,
1: yes assumptions we have conversations in our head whether we like it or not about the situation we write a dialogue about the situation so when i got to let's see let me flip through my book or if i can find the chapter um, we start to write the script before the person even has a chance to open their mouth or reply we've already decided what it, what they are saying and why and how we want to react so i think that is my big message is we can step away from our assumptions and just take a pause, we're probably better off. And there's a good wisdom of also saving things in draft, by the way. I think a lot of uh, conflicts in our work situations and they may be not copy the planet. So while you're working things out in your head (laughs) of what's going on, you might want to step away from the computer and do something healthy, like take a walk or at least, you know, sit someplace else in your apartment for five minutes and take a pause.
0: Yeah, there's uh, wisdom in having pencils with erasers versus just putting everything in the form of permanent ink, which is sending an email to somebody when you're pissed off.
1: Listen, it. I worked in employee relations for years. We, I, I think I built part of somebody's house at times, uh, one of our lawyers. And so I thought, you know, we could save so much money if people would just show up and get out of their chair when well, we were still in chairs and in offices. So we're kind of feeling nostalgic about that right now. But to just talk to somebody. And a lot of times this stuff that was getting uh, debated about was so, so simple. And it could have been just worked out with a simple conversation sometimes mediated, but, you know, a
0: conversation. This episode is brought to you by Money Alignment Academy. If you are looking for a financial wellness platform for your company, your organization, and your employees, check out moneyalignmentacademy.com or click on the link in the notes of the show. Yeah, and I do not find myself longing for being in an office chair. I don't know if that was just a trite comment that you made, Julian, or if you're making jokes, but... (laughs)
1: <laughs> I, I, want, I would like to be with people again.
0: Yes, right. I want
1: it's Not all the time. It's okay, but in stages. Yes. I do miss walking into a room, and I've been talking to colleagues and um, clients. There is something in the energy of how we connect with people. When we walk into the room and we're able to... Put our hand on somebody's, you know, like extend it for a handshake to sit down, to use our body to lean in and listen to somebody and be engaged. And work with the room uh, and have some fun with it, the energy and what transpires. Zoom has been a blessing because we could see people or any other video technologies we've been using. But it's not the same thing as turning around to the person next to you and having a couple of second conversations. And also food listen, I'm from Queens. We have to eat. I miss feeding people and I miss sitting around the table because that's where I learned the most about other people, sharing a meal and listening to their backstories and what informs their communication. So there's a chapter in my book about that for sure, because you got to eat. And I think you learn a lot at a table when you um, break food and just share it and learn about the history of a meal and why it's important or what's somebody's favorite move. It's not rocket science. You know, there's simple things we could be doing that will make a difference. And I think there's an opportunity now for us to remember that.
0: Thousand percent. So thousand percent. So I, I am a, a small business and Mm -hmm. I, uh, and I have a new partner that I'm working with and they've given me access to slack channels and a different mm. email address and i'm like oh my gosh it's just this is i, I do not <laughs> possibly i can't see how this is a net positive so yeah. I, I i empathize with probably a lot a, a lot of your clients who are uh sort of going through that so how do you how do you help them survive i'm
1: trying to help me survive because i'm on three You know, the good news, I'm getting invited to show up places, so it's a blessing. But it's time to manage of all our invitations and all those dialogues and what has been the most recent and important thing. I think people have to, we all have to take a lesson and say, what's important for me right now? And what can I do to communicate to somebody else how I'm going to show up or not show up in this situation? Because... The good news with Slack, you do have communications, and I'm on you know, this thing called Collective Brains and, and this, another two business groups. But we can't be everywhere for everything. And I think that's the challenge of our digital. Because we're going to make a choice for ourselves, chances are we're going to be rejecting somebody. Not in a mean way, but we just can't be there for them in that second. So I think it's about choices and a lot of communicating. I don't know about you, but I communicate more now because like to, to verify even this we're doing, you send an email, <laughs> send a voicemail, we end up calling. So we're working doubly hard where we realize it or not. And the other part is how is our energy showing up in a call with our voice, with our body language, and, um, and like you said at the earlier part, being present. You know, putting all the gadgets down, all the pop-up messages, turning around and ignoring that when you're on the call with somebody. Like right now, I'm not looking at anything. I'm listening to you. That's all I can do.
0: Yeah, certainly, amen to that. Um, mm-hmm. And I, I think that if we're not mindful of of, of, of this, well, I, I guess this is just, just just ask a question. How can people be good stewards of of their attention?
1: They have to make a conscious choice. A, a, a mutual friend of ours, Jerome DeRoy, um, teaches the narrative method, and that was really thoughtful method about showing how we be pre- present and be ready for listening and telling somebody that we're ready for listening. And the reason I like that method is because it was something I was doing for a long time. I just didn't have a fancy name to attach to it. So. <laughs> but it's about telling somebody... Um, you don't have to spill your personal guts to everybody, but you can tell somebody if you were a couple minutes distracted. You got a very interesting phone call or something that has your attention. And then it gives you permission to be prepared and, and start to give that person the attention, even if it's just for a few minutes. And taking notes basically helps. Uh, I know a lot of folks like to type them into their iPads or their phones, but the act of writing also helps because we can write a single word and experience as a mind and body connection to it. So that's a lot of um, ways to connect. Here's a tip I learned. Uh, I took a brainstorming class many, many years ago, and they said when you have a lot of noise and you're trying to listen, to divide the paper into two uh, two columns, I should say, what the person is saying and then in one column on the side, the words and things that are popping up into your head. Like, what do I want to eat for dinner? You know, do I, oh, I need to pick that up from the store. (laughs) That way it kind of clears your head and you can go back to listening and and paying attention. The other thing too is to let the other person know when you're on a video screen, when your head is down, that you're actually present, that you're jotting a a word down or two. It's not because you're ignoring them or, you know, reading, you know, your Facebook post or something, so...
0: Right, or uh, or, or, yeah, or, or be honest and let them know that you're sobbing.
1: <laughs> yeah, it happens. Look, you make such an excellent, I know, I joke a lot, but you brought up an excellent point because I was talking about that to a colleague who's a psychologist at Hunter yesterday, that we, we're jumping in at a little boxes. We have our video boxes, we have our, our computer boxes lately because in this moment, I'm very happy. Like, I am with you, we're talking, we're engaging. I don't know how this is going to turn out on the editing room, but we're enjoying it. But in the next minute, I'm going to get a call because somebody has been severely impacted by COVID or some situation. So we're pivoting and switching so much lately. So being present is a gift we can give ourselves sometimes to say, in this moment I can be joyful. Five minutes from now might be a different story. So I think pivoting is is a big Big thing, right now that I've experienced, and giving ourselves permission to say that's okay. You know, I can be all those emotions packed into one very busy day.
0: Yeah, I I, I I like that a lot. I love the idea of splitting a piece of paper down the middle and writing down what you're actually hearing and taking in, and then on the separ- on, on the opposite side, writing down here's some some things that I would like to, just thoughts that, that, mm-hmm. that came into my mind. I think that that's extremely valuable. And the idea of pivoting and switching and moving from task to task, you know, Mm -hmm. I'd like to think that I can seamlessly do that, but I'm taking with me the stuff that I was thinking about before. So just being aware of that and Mm -hmm. giving yourself grace and giving other people a little bit of grace too.
1: Let me touch. um, I love the fact you paused. That's excellent. Um, (laughs) Give me a chance to jump in and say something. In the applied storytelling method, when I use storytelling in workshops to – teach people how to listen to themselves and appreciate themselves and also appreciate others and then get to down to whatever task they want to use the applied storytelling method for. One of the things we do when people are sharing the stories, we teach the listener how to listen and how to give feedback. And one of the pieces of feedback during those sessions is putting somebody in charge in that small group of listeners to write down key words that came to mind about what they thought was really important about the story and about that person. And another person will talk about things that they wish they could have heard more of. And the most important part of this whole process is they are not interrupting the storyteller. It's one of the few times many people have said that they have not been interrupted and they have been totally heard from start to end. So it's a powerful connection. Once somebody has really shared a story with you authentically, your relationship has shifted forever. You 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 carry something very important in that sharing.
0: Yeah, I I can certainly speak from personal experience there, and I think that yeah, I think that that is such a powerful thing. And then giving people uh, roles and responsibilities of you're going to write down. Um, what you thought the key points were, but just letting people to, 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 to be able to, to talk. I think that that's, that's a really powerful thing. How is, 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 is part of your work, um, helping people to be, um, I, 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 guess it's, it's proactive, maybe assertive about if they're feeling overwhelmed by all this stuff that they have to manage through, um, Per, um, at at work and and how can they set boundaries
1: yes when so there's three arms to my work i speak i coach and i do um the training in the workshop but you're you're speaking to when i'm coaching somebody i start from where they are and what's their perspective about what they are drawing a picture of what their role should be and how they fit into it some folks need to um, to maybe use their stories to appreciate that they have certain gifts and skills that are make them fully capable to do the work uh, that they're supposed to do and maybe build out ways to build some space for them. Uh, maybe it's getting um, an opportunity to not just have a coach but a mentor or what I call a board of advisors for them to really help build their skills and their support going forward. So it really depends on what the person needs. But my my role, even though I love telling stories and jokes, is to get to a place where so that person relaxes and starts to listen to themselves. And my goal is to do a lot of feeding back of what I heard and maybe different ways of how they can talk to themselves and, and share their internal dialogue. Maybe the it. messages need to change.
0: Yeah. Beautiful. Well, Julian, the people are ready for your difference-making tip. What do you have for them?
1: Oh, my goodness. i brought a couple. First of all, you have to show up and try. I think we're in a situation now where there's a lot of good attempts to talk or listen, but there's a lot of anxiety and anger. I think try and be patient and let the person know that you are committed to listening. Now, if you're listening, that means you have to make a commitment to not talk and, and pause and just be there. So that's my big tip of the moment. And I think keep showing up. Uh, you know, I, you're writing articles on LinkedIn. I'm writing things. And everyone says, try. These are the top three things you have to do. Seven things. Ten things. What about trying one thing <laughs> every day that you say, did I give myself a chance? I push myself out of my comfort zone to do something, and that would maybe really make a difference. So, that's my tip nothing, it's not rocket science, and I can't patent this, but I'm enthusiastic about it. I want people to try and just do their best.
0: Well, I think that that is great stuff that definitely gets it. come on, come on, yes, ah. show up, do your best. Let's focus on maybe one thing. Stretch it to two potentially, but let's knock off the 15, and the 20 stuff. That's preposterous. I'm going to read my book. Yes.
1: <laughs> Thank you so, so much. you for... have to read the book. You have to get it. It's simple. You'll read it like in a heartbeat, and you'll have it, and it's and then you'll realize you should have had it ages ago. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, I appreciate you coming on. Where can people learn more about you? And then give us the title of the book and where they can find it again, please.
1: Oh, my goodness. okay. Let's start with the most important. The book title is The Learned in Queens Communications Playbook. If you Google that, the winning against digital distraction will come up. But the the book has a simple story about us coming together and taking our communications one conversation at a time. Uh, You can find me on um, the web, of course, at www.jryanpartners.com. Then there's LinkedIn and there's Facebook, but I'm not going to you could find me. Just Google me. You'll be there. <laughs> so I am looking forward to connecting to new people and more people and also showing up to uh, work with you and your teams. And um, let's make a difference and do our best.
0: I love it. If you enjoyed this as much as I did, show Julian your appreciation <laughs> and share today's show with a friend who also appreciates good ideas, go to jryanpartners.com. You can find her on LinkedIn and Facebook. And pick up a copy of Winning Against Digital Distraction and get on the right path. Thanks again, Julian.
1: Listen, thanks so much. You have your best day. Be safe. Be well. Thank you.
0: And until next time, keep fighting the good fight. We are all in this together.